Section 15 of Christmas and Christmas Lore. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Christmas and Christmas Lore by Thomas G. Crippen. Origin of Carols for eight hundred years and more men had kept christmas without carols unless indeed the term be applied to yuletide drinking songs and when at length these welcome aids to cheerful piety were produced it was in connection with a great religious revival the birthplace of the true carol was italy and its originator indirectly if not directly was st francis of assisi that eccentric genius in whose blended mirthfulness and asceticism prophetic fever and childish simplicity the heart of christendom had been compelled to recognize that heavenly wisdom which is content to be accounted folly for christ's sake we cannot here narrate the strange life story of st francis it must suffice to say that the original friars whom he gathered around him early in the thirteenth century were the means of the greatest religious revival that had ever been known in western europe in those days religion was at a very low ebb the state of society was very rude and that of mortals deplorable the services of the church were conducted in a language the people did not understand the bible was locked up in an unknown tongue and had it been otherwise few could have read it and preaching was unusual and uninstructive francis and his friars preached homely sermons full of homely illustrations and defective as his gospel might be it was the power of god unto salvation to multitudes in many lands it is only within living memory that francis has come to be understood in protestant communities until lately men thought of little but his eccentricities and the corruption of the later franciscans it was forgotten that in his day christ was thought of chiefly as the awful judge the saviour almost lost sight of in the king of majesty tremendous francis revealed him as the little brother of mankind as well the child jesus says thomas of salano had been given over to forgetfulness in the hearts of many in whom by the working of his grace he was raised up again through his servant francis there is no evidence nor indeed any likelihood that francis himself wrote carols but some of his comrades devised an instrument better adapted than even preaching to diffuse religious knowledge among the common people they composed in the vulgar tongue bright homely songs on the great facts of the gospel 
and thus nearly a hundred years before dante gave stability and literary form to the italian language the italians were singing in the festive strains of the early friars the praises of the child of bethlehem several carols of remarkable beauty and tenderness are ascribed to jacopo de todi otherwise called jacopone a franciscan poet of the latter part of the thirteenth century he is best known as the author of two latin hymns each beginning stabat mater one of them the dolorosa probably the most pathetic poem in all ecclesiastical literature the other the speciosa though not a carol having so much in common with our best carols as fairly to demand recognition in this place here is an italian carol of the same period the author is unknown but the tune is almost universally familiar being the theme on which handel has built up the ever welcome pastoral symphony in bethlehem is born the holy child on hay and straw in the winter wild oh my heart is full of mirth at jesus birth they sing aloud in heaven the child is born glory to god and peace on earth forlorn oh my heart is full of mirth at jesus's birth already shines the star his advent light it shines above the child by day and night oh my heart is full of mirth at jesus's birth first mary greets the child in worship true wraps him in swaddling clothes and loves him too oh my heart is full of mirth at jesus's birth the joseph lowly bows with reverence due and clasps him in his arms and loves him too oh my heart is full of mirth at jesus's birth the shepherds come upon the child to gaze and worship him with songs and sounds of praise oh my heart is full of mirth at jesus's birth the mad kings follow soon the child to greet offering gold and myrrh and incense sweet oh my heart is full of mirth at jesus's birth let us adore the child this christmas tide and offer him our hearts and souls beside oh my heart is full of mirth at jesus's birth from italy the carol passed over to spain france and germany everywhere retaining its essential character of childish simplicity religious fever and genial mirthfulness some of the old carols are very quaint introducing not only legendary matter but pious fiction sometimes humorous one old french carol of great length is curiously dramatic joseph and mary arriving at bethlehem are on various pretexts without reason assigned 
refused admittance at several inns at length a hostess perceiving that mary is in distress is about to make provision for her necessities but is roughly forbidden by her ungracious husband whom she dares not disobey once more repelled joseph finds shelter in a stable where the promised child is born an interesting group of old german carols is that wherein the singer represents himself as accompanying the shepherds in their visit to the holy family and addresses mary and joseph in the homeliest as well as the kindliest fashion and sometimes in the broadest of dialect probably the best known and best loved of all german carols is that written by luther for his little son hans in fifteen forty from heaven above i come to you to bring you tidings good and true the tradition is that in luther's household the first five verses were sung as a solo the singer personating the angel and the remainder in chorus one very curious group of which specimens in several languages are scattered throughout the southwest of europe introduces gypsies in connection with the nativity in an andalusian carol the rascally gypsies have stolen the swaddling clothes and have not left the child a single rag in a spanish carol the gypsies at the town gate welcome the three kings i e the wise men from the east with a dance in a provincial carol the madge kings are themselves gypsies who read the lines on the hands of the child of mary and of joseph and predict their several destinies while in an italian carol a gypsy woman offers hospitality to the holy family during their retreat to egypt these odd fancies were probably an outgrowth of the belief long wildly entertained that the gypsies were exiled egyptians the noels are a particular group of which we have examples both in french and english in which the word noel or noel is oftentimes repeated generally as a refrain and evidently in the sense of news the english specimen the first noel an angel did say is too well known to need quotation the original purpose of carols required that they should be in the vernacular but the medieval clergy were as a rule fairly familiar with latin and it was only to be expected that some of them would compose latin carols some of these became wildly popular such as in hoc any circulo in the ending of the year dies estlatiety royal day that chaseth gloom resonet in laudibus faithful souls your praises bring but still more wildly popular were the macaronics in which the language is mixed 
part in the vernacular and part in latin of these there are french german and english examples the original of the familiar good christian men rejoice is of this class part latin and part german thus in dulce jubilo none singet un sefra etc they celebrated boar's head carol of which more anon is an english macaronic here are a few verses of another of which in the original the lines are alternately latin and german a child is born in bethlehem rejoice therefore jerusalem lo in a manger lieth he whose kingdom without end shall be the ox and ass that near him feed know that the child is lord indeed from seba come the duteous kings one gold one myrrh one incense brings in this the time of christmas joy to bless the lord be our employ all glory lord to thee be done now seen in flesh the virgin son end of section fifteen recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c